And I'm Sandra Nicole. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, boo. <laughs> I did that old school greeting. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> we back at it again with the back at it again. Oh, good people, good people. What's popping? Oh, man. How's your week? Man, okay. So I would say overall my week is pretty good, you nice. know? I'm over here just dodging tornadoes like I do, still working on myself. I think I spent the last week like really catching up with myself and kind of going back into my my hole, my purple circle that I like to kind of be in. Yeah, my little happy space, Damn that Gemini's. peaceful space. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta create it, right? Uh, yeah, no, so that's right. so that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to you know balance myself back out because for a little bit, girl, bitch was acting off kilt. Yeah, you know, most know. Yeah, I think everybody is like. I think it's just being in lockdown for this long. Yeah. I think, well, I think that's a part of it. Not the only part, but I definitely think a part of it is this, this, I can't do my normal stuff still. I think it's hit a, it's hit a point now where it's like exhausting. Adults don't like being in timeout. No, cause it definitely feels very timeout-ish. And I think because of it, we're all feeling not like our shelf, <laughs> like at all. Um, henceforth, why I've been revisiting a lot of old stuff. <laughs> yeah. When I say old stuff, I don't mean like personal. I mean like my happy places. Like you know me. Where's what's my what's my happy place? Beauty and the fucking beast. Ow. It's on my last <laughs> beast. She will knock on my door and be like, What's up? And she's like, Beauty and the Beast. Seriously. I love that damn movie. I've watched that movie three times this week. Um, because I just wasn't feeling it. But for some reason that damn movie cheers me up. <laughs> It just does. Beauty and the Beast cheers me up. I'm that kind of person. So, and I'm talking about the live action and the original. Um, I watch both of them. Like, I just alternate. Like, I watched the original twice this week and the live action once. I don't know if there's anything live action that I watched like that. Oh, I don't care. As long as, as, long as Belle's in it, the Beast <laughs> of Janet, I'm with it. <laughs> but aside from that, I've also been getting my throwback on with all these black TV shows that Netflix got popping. Because Netflix has become the black mecca. <laughs> I, you're right about that. Let me tell you something. Netflix is like, it, it's like my experience with food now. I'm oh, like, Lord. I'm just loving me some Netflix. I get my Asia shows. I have my, right um, my, uh, ooh, Mexican shows. shows. I yeah. have my Colombian shows. I have, I, even so every once in a while, you know, I take a swim too. Go across the pond, go to um, the UK and watch my my British shows. Yeah. I watch my Nigerian shows. I'm a little bit I'm international with my my taste in in TV shows. Okay, I read a lot of subtitles, child. Yeah, and I ain't doing all that unless it's Money Heist. <laughs> and I don't need the subtitles, but we leave them on. <laughs> waiting waiting for that one to come back. Oh man, I can't, can't wait. wait for Money Heist, man. But a lot of black TV shows in rewatching them. So recently, okay, I have rewatched Sister Sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have rewatched Moesha. Okay. I have rewatched Living Single. Living Single. Wow. I have rewatched Family Matters. 
you don't have too much time on your hands girl I, well the thing is like <laughs> so when i'm not reading contracts during the day i put a tv show on and i have them play in the background and that's what I've decided to do is go to my throwback. I don't rewatch a different role too many times already, so I haven't gone back to that one again yet because I need to re-forget all of the episodes. Um, but I do. I rewatch them. And it's crazy because re-watching them as an adult. Oh, girl. I have realized a few things. Like, wait a minute. And some of it's disturbing. <laughs> the level of stereotypes that we were given in the 90s is off the freaking charts. And I really noticed that. And it's like alarming. So, and I rewatch Girlfriends. So for me, it's like we had the bougie bitches, right? Mm-hmm. We had the Tony Childs. Yeah. We had the Regine. Oh, Regine. We had the Whitley Gilberts. <laughs> we had the funny dark skin girls. We had the Maxines and the Pams. We had the fat, funny girl, Monique. And then we had a bunch of body shaming for her daughter. Because <laughs> body shaming, left and right, Kim, ghetto, and fat. True. Loud, ghetto, Loud, fat. Loud, ghetto, fat. And that's crazy because the only show that I can remember where you had a single black mom with their child, mm-hmm. both characters, the mom and the daughter, were loud, ghetto, and fat as their character. Mm-hmm. Who was the Parkers? Who was the Parkers? Yeah. They went for it. They went yeah. all the way for it. And that was a whole spinoff and they yeah. went for it. That's messed up. Um, it, very interesting. And they did it to the guys too. I ain't going to sit here after they left the guys out. Carl Carl Winslow from was, Family ooh, Matters. Lord. He was the sh- he was strong, but only when he was in his cop uniform. He was in the background, which I think is hilarious. And you never saw him at his job because you never saw him get hold. Uh, twice at work. You saw him at work. I think like twice. twice? But, yeah, because there twice was the episode where again. where um Richie and his classmates went, and then they had the whole thing at the precinct, and he had to talk somebody down. And then I think there was one more precinct episode. But remember his police captain came to his house a lot oh yeah yeah true so that's probably why they didn't but he literally was only ever a dominant figure when he had his uniform on and right. i noticed that rewatching it yeah so that was interesting he's just a bad dad in the background yeah and then like re-watching like the way that they treated roger on sister sister and steve mm-hmm. on family matters like just made me feel completely different yeah um Steve Harvey rewatching his shit Ugh, like the Wayne's brothers. They made him the black savior, which was weird. Yeah, the Wayne's brothers had to just be goofy. That's that was, it. That was it. Yeah, like they pigeonholed them it. as just these goofy guys, black guys that everything was a joke. But and neither one of them really had like the greatest job. No, they yeah they were very basic. And I don't even think in there it was even like one of them was like I don't even remember them like really pursuing any type of goals or dreams or really having something that they were chasing it was just they were just working a job and no Martin did and Martin was always chasing something. no no yeah. I'm saying for thinking of yeah. like a funny show in comparison was Martin yeah. and Martin was chasing something yeah absolutely but yeah I don't remember the way no, they were chasing they were just yeah they pops being funny and yeah they didn't have anything and then you had the stereotypical bra man from the fifth flow and Tommy that were lazy and didn't have jobs and then you had the one they well besides Bill Cosby but the one other one they gave us Uncle Phil who was the rich motherfucker but really acted not like anything we were used to because we weren't used to seeing a black dad in Bel Air who was considered a sellout 
until it came to his kids. Yeah. Then we saw him knock a few bucks. Yeah. So it's like all in all, in total, even in looking at both the women and, and the, the men, when it comes down to how we're portrayed in TV and what we're learning now of what quote unquote black culture looks like, if you if you judge that by oh Lord, TV and um social media less because now you can technically count that like you you're seeing yeah a lot of these different things on social media a lot of the younger comedians now are dressing up as like what's his name kiwi something i forgot his that dude's name but he's the one the little dark-skinned one i like the word of crazy blue wigs and the oh, lipstick. Him. like you see a lot of the younger male comedians and that's the trend that i've noticed that's really starting to bother me is the way that they're portraying black women mm-hmm. is the reason these guys are, are getting this fame and notoriety notoriety is because they're dressing up as the ugly black woman mm-hmm. with the the wig and looking crazy yep and acting ghetto and acting fabulous. ghetto yeah i agree and, with that and i see that even with i even see some of the women doing it too now trying to be funny i'm like that's not even on your brand so what do you why are you portraying us like that it's not why are you portraying your damn self like that yeah like what are you getting out of doing it this way and that's the part that is like you're even like willing to let go of what your your brand you're even willing to impact your brand yeah. and being so offbeat to everything else you stood for that you're you know gonna just go to this get way people to just click because on people like to click on that because you're trying because to get an algorithm it's it's <laughs> back to being a I was gonna say a jigaboo. It Shit. is a jigaboo. Like tell that's the truth. really what it is. It's, tell the truth. It's shame just, the devil. It's damn near blackface now. And, yeah. and really, that's exactly that's the black, best way to phrase that. Blackface for black people. Yeah, and we're the ones doing it. Yeah, and that's the part that's shitty. And we're the ones doing it. And that's why I said watching all this stuff back, it just goes like it's re. I've realized that a lot of these shows are like reinforcing like just different toxic versions of black people and I'm not saying there aren't ghetto people loud people hell no nah. shit I'm, I'm loud sometimes too and I'm a little bit ratchet when yeah, I want to be I'm part time ratchet hell but like the way that it's being done like that's it's not just it, though that's not all we are it was for sheer entertainment growing up but now watching it I'm seeing how problematic it is yeah. because I'm understanding more why non-black people approach black people the way they yeah. do because think about it, they watch that shit yeah they and there's no balance like there's and that's my bigger problem with it is the lack of balance yeah. there because just like we have our funny shit and we like to watch things and get down with what's entertaining for us but where is like our version of friends mm. where, well remember girlfriends was first yeah but we talking about, and then it got canceled but now like the game like all of our shit always ends up getting canceled yeah but like where do you really see well that's because at the time like the game consistent. they put all their money in the gossip girl mm. <laughs> i actually remember back when it happened i tweeted it and pooch hall retweeted me and said yeah what she said yeah because i literally call and i mind you i'm a gossip girl fan but i literally said if y'all would have put that much energy into the game that y'all put into gossip girl the game would still be around to the point that the man re-freaking tweeted me right because it's the truth it's the truth like they don't don't put funding into that same kind of there's no and it's almost like we're we're trying to act like like let's stop acting and feeding this narrative that black people don't want to see love stories Mm. with other black people i purposely tend to you know watch the korean shows and watch my chinese shows because the storylines and everything about it is so much better like it's not just 100% on some goofy shit or on some destructive shit or some drug dealing shit like and i like power absolutely love to get on my power 
or Sunday. Hey, Power Book 2, go I'm, ahead, 50. I'm all about that. <laughs> I like to watch that. I watch The Wire and all. I watch my hood shit too. But, that's, but I also want to see my people in love with each other. I also want to see movies where, like, Girls Trip. Like, I, I, where's my TV show, like, Girls Trip? Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, Black is just is as close as um, I tend to get to a reoccurring, a reoccurring show with a predominantly black cast where it just makes me feel good to watch it. And but they you also notice though with blackish and even with um mixedish and grownish, because they are predominant black cast, they have to go out of their way to make every freaking show a lesson. Yeah. Because they actually feel the responsibility. Yeah. Like I have to do, but it's better. always a lesson geared toward white people. It's not necessarily a lesson no. geared toward us. It's a no. lesson to stay on TV. Yep, really. Yeah, like to to make it relatable so you understand with the shit, all the inside jokes that we understood <laughs> watching it, and, yep. and that is very problematic because yep. I think about the fact that you know one of these days, you know, your girl, shoot, my niece is going to get old enough to really watch the shit that's really on TV, and what is she going to have? Because there is a no, bunch of reality no TV, sister, sister. There is no family matters. There is no Which different is a, world. I was gonna say that's another thing color. too, because you see they keep recreating the shows for us. Like you can come with something original for millennials. Yeah, I don't need to rewatch everything from my childhood. Yeah. Like I feel you, and I get why you're doing it. But like, stop cheating us because, like you said, nieces, nephews, younger brothers and sisters, when they get older, they need something to watch and look back on. And like how I'm rewatching stuff, and it's it's going to be problematic. Absolutely, 100 percent representation matters, and we know that is a real deal. I mean, Issa Rae, look how she's just taken off because she shows shit that's just. Real. Every day, real. Because I real relate to that freaking ninety percent like of it. It's not so. like you even pigeonholing yourself with certain characters that only look one way mm. of what these ideal standards of what black people are supposed to look like but nowadays. Say, she you, just shows legit. You do know they ripped her apart with that too, because like, real. so her Indian homegirl. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you were watching Awkward Black Girl back in the day when it was on YouTube. No. So with Awkward Black Girl, there is an Indian character. Mm-hmm. She didn't walk around like Indian character because honestly she could be a couple of different races looking at her, mm-hmm. right? But she is Indian. And she was supposed to get kind of on this train. You know how like Adam Sandler brings all his people along? Yeah. She was supposed to be like that. She was supposed to go with them, but they said there was no space for her. Hmm? And they do that with brown people all the time. They say, ah, oh, we don't need that character. Wow. So like she wasn't even allowed to continue on with them, but that's what they do. And that's what I'm concerned with which kind of on topic, on topic, not on topic, with the Bel Air um, redo remake that they're oh, about to do. Prince, yeah. I'm concerned about it because I'm like, all those people we saw in the trailer, I know are not going to continue on, mm. and I just wonder if they're going to try to diversify the show. Hopefully, because Will is a executive producer on it, they won't do it. I actually know someone who's a part of that cast <laughs> that I went to school with. What up, Rufus? So I'm hoping he gets to stay on too because he did great as Jazz. Like yeah. he did a great job. But they tend to rip that, rip those apart, and I don't feel like they rip the white ones apart the same way. Because think about it. Think about if you watch pilot episodes for black shows. Nine times out of ten, characters come back different colors. <laughs> Complete. Right. They switch it from a dark skin person to a light skin person real quick. Think about uh, my wife and kids. They did it right. with, with Katie. Yeah, the do- was it Katie? Whatever the oldest daughter was, they yeah. swapped her ass out real quick. She went from a little dark skin, beautiful little chocolate girl to a light skin girl, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, Aunt Viv changes from a dark skin woman to a, a light skin woman. woman. Yeah, 
Like, and then we we have to deal with that on our day-to-day basis, and now you want the light skin versus dark skin on a damn TV show, too? Yeah. And then they always pitch... Think about it. Regine and Maxine did not get along. Mm-hmm. You had light skin, dark skin. Mm-hmm. And they never really made that the issue, but you we could tell we knew it was the there. basis of that of their like, literally it was issues. 100% a stereotype. Yep. The light-skinned girl who tends to keep herself up a little bit better and she's a little more posh and, and reserved she, and she attracts these and she rich attracts men rich, and everything about her is just about yeah they definitely fed, they fed the hell out of that stereotypes yep and even re-watching being Mary Jane at this age mm-hmm. so I tried watching it in college when it came out mm-hmm. could not get down with it at all I was like she's stupid <laughs> like I just couldn't get on board with it until re-watching as an adult and I was like what changed I get it I think just being in a different place and being older okay. and understanding what the world does to you after so long. Mm, what was like that thing that stood out the most in that? I think her ugly black woman episode mm. did it for me mm-hmm. because it was so real and raw. And I was just like, wow, like that's everybody's favorite episode that they oof. let her do it. Mm-hmm. Like she really went for it. Mm-hmm. Like she, she went for it. Yeah. And then, like, in my personal life, having to deal with those kinds of things or even just the angry black woman stereotype, like, I just appreciate being Mary Jane a lot more now because I can relate to a lot more what she was going through because I just thought she was crazy. I was like, ah, she crazy. She needy. She just be liking attention. And now I'm like, no, I totally get where she was coming from. So I can I can appreciate watching that a lot more now. And then even like if you take it back to something like a sister, sister, think about it. Ray was a a successful businessman, black man, with a child he adopted. His wife died. So it just ends up being just him and the daughter. And he had Lisa across town, poor, with the kids she adopted. And then they merged these two households. And the entire time, it's this clashing between the ghetto mama Mm -hmm. and the fancy daddy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like they even pinned the parents mm-hmm. against each other in that show. It's just so much that I can see wrong with things it's... when you go back and watch it as an adult. Mm-hmm. And it's even spilt over into the way we treat each other because if you think about that same context and how, you know, if you think about it amongst your, some, some of your friends with the degrees Man, and, and how they speak and, and act, like, shit. Listen, and... I love my SAT words. Like it's nobody's business. People who don't. I get those. a new word sent to my inbox every day. <laughs> I just I like I learning just new words. The little app dictionary.com yeah. has an app that does. Yeah, that. I literally get a new one every single day because I like it. Like yeah. I learn incredulous. Like, but week. even that, it's like, <laughs> it's like that is one thing. It's like to literally say that. It's like me going back home with my family and my cousins and being like, well, well, you know, well now I have a degree, so you know y'all dick grows aren't shit. Yeah. Like, that's what we're putting on TV. Yeah, basically. It's, no matter what it is, we're pitting black people against each other. And that's what we're reinforcing as the standard practice for how we treat each other. Is either we're killing each other, murdering each other, First 48, mm-hmm. The Wire, uh, Shy. Shit, The News. Um, <laughs> like The News. Yeah, The News. Um, it's either that or we have these crazy cat fights because I swear, you cannot tell me hundred percent that all of these reality TV shows with these women going after each other and busting each other in the head is not why um, now as women in our 30s mm-hmm. you see that nobody knows how to be friends like mm. 
Like, you can't tell me that because look at the standard. You watching all this toxic ass shit with these women who, who are acting like it's normal for you to have a disagreement with another woman and, and then go after her, her and put your hands on her. I'm a whole ass adult. Like yeah. you're a whole ass adult. Now don't we'll get me too... wrong. Some people do push you to want to whoop their ass, but do you really do it? But no. you go and put your hand. That's you a whole other level. Like on top of that, they make you feel like jail isn't real. Girl, because it guess is. what? You might catch this ass whooping and that jail, that right. charge too. And that charge. That, that, that whole that's charge. not normal. That's a real thing. And that's something they don't even talk about. No, they don't. At all. Because no. they make it seem like, oh, the cops come and everybody just goes home. It's all well and good. Well, half the time the producers are talking you out of pressing charges anyway. Thank you. You, you got to remember that. Thank you. The producers are literally begging you not to press charges because they know that shuts their production down. Yeah. So keep that in mind. That while the production team is there to help you and have your back at the end of the day what is their job what is their focus to get this good tv Mm -hmm. that's what it's called good tv Mm -hmm. but for us it's not good because we're taking it in and it's toxic so like what Mm -hmm. is something that you feel like you witnessed whether it's old or new in a show that you think was like what the hell is going on that was like too toxic like can you think of like the one one incidence in all of because i got mine my my number one top toxic ah. reality show movement. Like, do you have one? I would say it was watching, and I, I hate to say it this way because she's responsible for the shit too. Mm-hmm. Peter Guns dragged the fuck out of Amina for filth. Like, you treating that woman that has your kid that is supposed to be your lady. Mm. And, and between him I think between him and, and Stevie J I don't yes. know which one is the worst Peter. for me but seeing these girls like these are not kids Peter these Gunch. are not 30 something year old men these are 40 50 dare I might say probably closer to it Yeah, grown ass men like you're the black dads that's supposed to be like the dads that 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 these young dudes are mirroring mm. and it's cool for you to be out here with the bitches and the hoes and the the girlfriend and the wife back home and you out here throwing your dick around wherever you want to throw it around and that's the standard that you want to set that's something for me is very oh. that that was your moment that was like, that is like is it the, yeah because mm. it's like they make that seem cool like oh get on my bus that's cool yeah that's not cool that's not how you treat somebody. That's not how you want somebody to treat your daughter. Yeah, that was too much. So that that was it for me. That though, that's where like I really stopped watching like reality TV. I don't turn that shit on on no kind of consistent basis because that's a lot. Like once I started seeing that was the repeated activity of men cheating on women, that just bothered the fuck uh, out of me. One hundred percent. What's the other one that went and got uh, pregnant on Rashida? The little cue ball looking one. Um, Kurt. He got nerve. Yeah. Him. He has nerve. Yeah. Like the nerve of you. But yeah. again, like look at your friends. And on top of that, look at your friends. The friend circle of the men and even like you rarely will have one that's telling the other guys like, bro. Chill out. Yeah. Honestly, Pat Poos is I love, love Pat watching him and Remy because yeah. they're real. And even the advice that he gives his friend is real. It's not that bullshit that you're trying to promote where we don't fuck with each other. It's them versus us. It's not me versus the black man. And Are you the, serious? The only other guy I will put right underneath him, I think, and people play him a lot. Who? Safari. Safari? Safari hmm. could get on your nerves and I could see how, but it's just because he's a very... 
relaxed guy. Okay. He's chill. He likes to have fun. He likes to have a good time. He might be a little corny, but shit, ain't nothing wrong with some of these At corny all. dudes. A little corny will go a long way. Hello. Like, corny is good. I actually don't mind his level right. of that. I think Nick, Nick Cannon a little corny too, and, and that's fine. But, like, I think he also pushes that treat your woman right. Mm-hmm. And he has been that way. Even before him and Erica Mena got mm-hmm. married, he was never the um, objectifying type. Yeah. He he really was a champion for Nikki. Mm-hmm. Don't know what happened behind closed doors, but from what public perception was, he was a champion for her. Mm-hmm. So I, I can say, I think Safari and Papoose of all the reality show black guys, I think I like how they move the most. Yeah, some of the few ones you see with actually trying to portray a yeah. healthy relationship, not like okay we're gonna just womanize the fuck out of these women and trash them and use but not them even just womanizing them it's just the way they treat them in general like mm-hmm. my first experience with realizing like there was an issue with black men and black women on tv throwback first real world david and tammy mm. when he went to rip that sheet off of her and production did not step in and tell him no yeah to the point was where naked? yeah yeah that was too much yeah. That was a lot for me. And mm-hmm. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. So I was probably 10, 11 when wow. that happened. And that shit stuck with me. Wow. Where she was not protected at, at all. all. And you're going to do that to her. That's and so... it just, it ripped me up even as a kid. Because I was like, why would he do something like that? Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's not funny. Like, that's not your sister and you're playing with her and there's no cameras around. And even then, that would be too That'd much be when weird. she says stop. Right. Like, just stop. Like, what are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. That was too much for me and my other reality TV moment, and this was actually a black guy against a white woman, mm. was Steven slapping the shit out of Irene, real world Seattle. Ah. That was too much. Wow. Like, and I get Irene was a bitch, but What's he opened up the car door. He stopped her car, opened the door and slapped the shit out of her and then shut the door back. And I'm like, Wow. What just happened? Right. Like, what just happened? Right. It was literally the slap part around the world. Right. He was treated like, like a monster it. afterwards. Yeah, but you uh, uh, straight up. But the fact her that her. he, yeah, the whole woman like he slapped the dog shit out of her, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, with no repercussions. Exactly. Well, nobody put them hands on. He had to go to like anger management. Yeah, no, like, whatever. But like, get dog walked. It just it. Even for her being a non-black woman, yeah. I still felt some kind yeah. of way about a black Hell, man I don't condone women putting his hands, and putting hands on no on man. her. Like, like, yeah, no, because I'll tell you this. I was raised in such a way. My daddy's like, look, no man should ever put his hands on nope. you. But I'm going to tell you now. Right. If you think you big enough to think hit that, man, get ready for the hit back. You better be ready. He said it ain't, go, it ain't right. Like yeah. He's like, I don't think it's right. and He shouldn't beat your ass. But if he hits you back one good time. You, you gonna it. have to take that shit because you provoked him to hit you, you and I've always believed in he's my dad's right with that. Like I have no right to put my hand on a man the same way a man has no, no right, right to put, put his hand, hand on, on me. me. That's a fact. So a fact. I've all and I I also like big guys. So I ain't trying to get my ass drugged by no six foot four dude. Because <laughs> you a man, I'm five seven. I'm getting drugged by a whole six four, two hundred thirty plus pound girl. By it. that'll be the end of me. As much as I want to talk about, I'm gonna fight back. Yeah, I'm gonna fight back, but I ain't gonna get far. <laughs> like that's too yeah, much blue to fight. Child. Gonna be around the house. Right, blue braids everywhere. <laughs> Just blue air. <laughs> but you know, all all jokes aside, it it is something I how think. How would you how would you say this whole reality TV and these 
all these things going on has like impacted dating wise do you feel like like with guys that you're noticing like some of that same energy and repeated behavior is kind of rubbing off um not really what I would say more so is I think that men have shipped, shifted their perception of women based on reality TV yeah I don't necessarily think like I'm being treated like a chick off reality TV shows but like I think they've noticed the materialisticness of mm-hmm. women more I think they've realized this like you know like you know the dudes that'll be like hey can we go on a hiking date first thing in the morning and don't wear makeup by the way mm-hmm. like it's right. more of that okay or even like I've had guys be like so what's your real hair look like yeah I've noticed more that in them seeing reality TV and even Instagram, Instagram models, guys are seeing this fake and they want to make sure that you're not the fake. fake. So I think that's how I'm seeing the translation between the two. Like that would be the correlation. Mm. Um, but that's as much as I can say personally. You you got something different? Oh. I'll throw my own question back at you. That's how we do That's how we do When it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it. Hey. Uh, right, <laughs> <Little break. laughs> I would say that um what I notice overall, especially when it comes down to mm, and dating mm-hmm. is really like trying to make sure that you're not after them on some gold digger shit. Mm. That is something that that I've definitely noticed. And I've even come across a few that a little broken hearted ass that's just awesome like oh I don't I don't I don't need a woman mm. yeah okay. like I don't need anybody I'm, I'm, I'm good by myself I'm you know just out here you know making my check making my coin okay. and I'm like okay hustler okay I hear you so why are you on a dating site bro swiping on my, my name cause he said he, was, he was swiping for cookies he wasn't swiping for a relationship nah bro you ain't just out here <laughs> um, but you're gonna have to offer me more than just that penis he don't think he has to. Nah, come on now. He said he gonna make that. We're grown at the end of the day. So well, you don't have any. What? <laughs> you said not. No, nah, you better bring no, out that no, thirst no. and that good conversation for me. Yeah. He because said that's today. that's that's not gonna happen. Like we're not. At least not me. Yeah. I'm but cool but that's the thing. That. He's getting something from somebody else. Yeah, you get it from somebody else. More power to you. But yeah, like really having like a a low. A low threshold when it comes down to, um, believing that there's something even real or even believing that not that all women aren't I remember I ran across this one dude and he in his mind he really felt like all women were creeps the fuck like yeah like really cause oh like they'll just you know go after the next thing that come around with some more money like okay. just on some straight creep shit like that's interesting and I was like yo who hurt you but it depends but I think that's the biggest problem with the perception of what reality TV is doing like have you noticed with non-black people mm-hmm. anything in particular like like you've been getting sister girl more from white people? Yes. Just <laughs> because I rock my hair while I'm colors in it, child, they love trying to... I'm like, sit down. Don't do that. You don't even know me like that. I'm not your friend. I'm not one of your little friends. You're going to get my mama come out of me. I'm not one of your little friends. Oh, that was something else. I, that, now I remember my original point I wanted to bring up with that. Mm-hmm. With that question you asked. Mm-hmm. I noticed it, especially on dating sites, mm-hmm. because these preferences look a lot alike. They, these preferences and how some mm. of these men's, men's like they men's women to look physically. And I'm one of the people that, I, hey, my profile, you're not going to see no booty. I don't have nothing for you, bro. 
And don't ask me either. But it's really like, and it's always that same cookie cutter. That I'm like, bro. Yeah. Your, your eggplant ain't even all of what, you know. I can't. We need it to be. So, if we talk about preferences, <laughs> and you want to be direct, don't come asking me about my assets, yeah, and I you don't even know me. Like, times. are you serious? Am I all in your pants? Yeah, I've definitely asking about yours. Had guys hit me with the, oh well, can you take a picture? Yeah, it's just so. Awesome. There's like eight pictures on my profile. Right. What other picture do you want? Yeah. Well, do you have something that shows more skin? Why? Why? Because you used to girls showing ass on social media. That's not me. If you want, I'm not selling ass. Go, go, go ahead over there with the. And that's why <laughs> and you that's get right back and tell them I'm not selling ass. Sites too, where dudes will put like, oh, if you're selling ass, like. <laughs> yeah. <'cause they're> stupid. <laughs> But that's why I said but, all these different things because that's what they're used to yeah, on Instagram. Or if you got an OnlyFans or yeah. I'm not following you for yep. followers. Yep. It's all based on that like superficial it, exactly. social media you know, media world. Yep. And, and that's stuff. why like, I said nah, I don't care about all that. this stuff translate though like from black guys and dating sites mm-hmm. to your white co-workers. Yeah. Like I remember getting to buy Felicia's so yeah. much once that got popular again. Yeah. And it's like first of all that movie's old as hell. For, yeah. And you probably just you ain't even seen the movie. You just heard yeah, about it. Yeah you just heard about it. I had it. a co-worker want to have a whole conversation with me about WAP. The video Child. and she didn't even watch the video she read about the video and heard the lady on fox <laughs> news explain the video and didn't want to talk to me about it. i said why don't you go watch it well i don't want to watch it i was just so i was so it? disgusted by the lyrics why seriously but like that's the problem you would be we disgusted put, if you listen to most of the lyrics and some of the songs you listen to go read all them lyrics for right, every song read you your honky tonk stuff too because so, they get down I just feel like even with white people's perception of black people mm. through what they're seeing on reality TV and even social media, Girl. I think it's it's a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a lot in what yeah. I think non-black people tend to forget is the same way y'all are multifaceted and there's different variations of white. There's different variations of black. Yeah. Indian. Hispanic. There's, there's different variations of every race. Some people definitely are going to fall into a stereotype and I'm not saying that they don't. But a lot of people don't. Like, I don't personally think I'm a stereotype. Yeah. I think I'm a whole lot of different things. And actually, I had a guy say that to me the other day. He was like, first, you're overly emotional and invested. And then you don't give a fuck. And then you coming at me like you a thug. And he's like, and then you coming at me like you you on some lovey shit. He's like, what is he? And I said, motherfucker, I'm all of them. <laughs> I told him dead up. I'm all of them. Because I am. Depending on what you put, what button you push, bitch, depend on what the fuck you finna get out of me. <laughs> and that's just some real shit. I can be all rainbows and sprinkles. Right. But if you want the hood bitch to come out of me too, believe me. And that's the thing. Hey. She had to. Since when has it become a problem for us to to be more than just one cookie cutter? Because of television thing? and because of what they're seeing. Yeah. And when you're overly saturating the market with this one type of a woman, one, bad yeah. girls club. This yeah. one, like, think about it. Yeah. I feel like there's one stereotype for light skinned girls. Yep. And that usually is, oh, she's so pretty and she's probably stuck up. Yep. And then there's one stereotype for dark skinned girls, which is she's ghetto and she's ratchet mm-hmm. and she's loud. Mm-hmm. That's usually the basis of the stereotypes. Of I want to say so. So fuck what? Fuck so fucking what? If I want to be loud and ratchet today, so what? Okay, I'm sometimes with my friends. The and sometimes when I'm with my friends, we just want to get drunk, be loud, and, and just, ratchet, and just live our lives. Guess what? But I have white friends Who that get drunk shit? and be loud and be ratchet when they choose to be ratchet. Thank you. But nobody walks in the office and hits them with the "Hey, girl." Yo, I remember one time. <laughs> 
at my last job um it was only like oh it was like four of us there because it was thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so a lot of people had left and i stayed so i was still working literally there were four people in the office okay one of our bosses walks in and there's music playing Mm -hmm. the music was two chains (laughs) (laughs) this motherfucker looked at me and said what'd you put on i said what did who put on (laughs) i said you better go talk to karen And dead ass, it was Karen, the right. white girl. Right. The 40 year old white, white woman, woman was put two on chains. two chains. I looked at him and said, if it were me, I'd have put on Justin Bieber because I'm at work. Right. I told him, I said, go have a conversation with, with her. With Karen. Karen was over there. And wild. he was like, oh, okay. And felt dumb. dumb. Right. Because he so expected, it, he to expected it to be me. I'm wow. at work. I'm not going to play two chains at work, even no. if it is the, the edited version. I'm not going to play two chains here. But she put on two chains and you're going to look at me thinking <laughs> it was damn me. He said it had to be the black But that's boy. what I'm saying. Again, back to the stereotype. Right. Like, why was that acceptable for you to automatically assume, assume that the rapper was put on by the black girl in the office? You didn't go to nobody, nobody first. Else. You went right. to me first. Oh, you didn't even say, who put this on? No. He went straight to me. That would have been a better way to do it. No, straight to me. Came straight to my desk. Mm. So what is this? You assume make an ass out of you. And I literally, and I got his ass clean because he, and Carol was like, oh my bad. She's like, I'll change it. And I'm just like, so you thought it was, like, you really? I hope you did shame, yeah. I I shamed the shit out of him. I said, yeah, because it had to be the black girl. Right. I sure did say There was nothing he could say He said nothing. He walked to his desk. He was supposed to stay. He walked to his desk. (laughs) He picked his shit up and then left. I know he did. He said, not today. I ain't dealing with this. Because he knew he messed up at that point. Yeah. And that was the one I liked. He wasn't even big enough to apologize. No. Didn't even say sorry. He just said, okay. Yeah, that's right. And told Karen, hey, you need to change it. And you need to be big enough to apologize when you're wrong, No, nope, sure didn't. I got no apology for that. That motherfucker straight up came directly, directly to, to me. Right. As if it were me. He said you And it felt dumb. Wrong. Like, I'm a whole... I ain't playing two chains at work. I'm not stupid. No, we, we know better than that. We and that's the problem. That is... Fired. That is where... <laughs> yeah, like, that. that's the thing. And it's like, once you... You do have black people that have broken some a lot of barriers down, mm-hmm. but it's like, they don't see that. Yeah. They don't. Like, you had Obama as president who broke a lot of the stereotypes, in my opinion, of just a presidential seat. He had no scandal. (laughs) At least not for him. His FBI agents doing bullshit with prostitutes ain't got nothing to do with him. Right. He had no stereotypes. He didn't have a baby mama like Trump. He didn't have several marriages. His wife is a whole two-time Ivy League graduate. Not plagiarizing and stealing. Not plagiarizing and stealing. Or showing her titties on the internet. Never seen seen that. What's name Ariel's? Girl, I done seen her cooch. (laughs) I done seen all of Melania at this point. You know? And she called other people hooker. Bitch, bye. (laughs) Like, girl, sit down. (laughs) Ho, sit down. You call somebody else a hooker. At least that bitch got paid. Right. You over here trapped. She said like, she hooked into the White House, she, child. What, what uh, R. Kelly is stuck in the basement? Yeah, you shut the hell up. <laughs> but that's the problem with these stereotypes. It's yeah. like you have to now measure yourself against the Stereo- reality stars literally. and all the, mm-hmm. the, the stupid ass stereotypes that they come up with and allowing that to affect your reality Absolutely. versus your, you know, your real life versus what people are seeing on TV. It's it's really hard and it's frustrating. Yep. And I don't think people understand it because don't sister girl me. Don't buy Felicia mm-hmm. me. Don't touch my hair. Don't talk to me about my hair. Yeah. What, just because I changed my hair does not mean I want you to comment on it. And I don't ask you for your opinion because I've changed my I hair. I don't need you to opinion. tell me which one of my hairstyles you like the yeah. most. But 
I think you're absolutely right. A we lot have to remember the fact that number one, the fact that we're still breaking down barriers, it's a problem all in its own. Every because time I see I want black you to person to do this, I'm like for real. Normalize it's 2020. Black people being in all spaces yep. in America yep. because we're here yep. and we deserve access to all spaces. Yep. Like normalize not um, only knowing black people off of TV. And we need to do the same thing. Absolutely. Because even that same person I told you that sister girl and by Felicia me, she told me her uncle who's like 60 some odd year old white man loves BET. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, what is he watching on BET? That's all I can think <laughs> is what is he watching on BET? She said every Thanksgiving he turns the TV on the BET and sits and watch BET all day while everybody cooks. <laughs> and I'm just like... Your uncle is 60 some odd years old and he just be watching BT. So, so he probably know so more of the songs know, than I do, child, because I don't he even know watch videos. All the, all, which is fine that you're like that's utilizing funny. it, but don't think that that's the tool. Yeah. Because BT is problematic in itself. Yeah. Viacom. Yeah. Like, and that's because on top of that, it's like, even you, you don't even, own even it. Even with that, like, we don't own it. We're not putting out content that is truth to, to no. us. And I don't know why they still continue to think we don't want content that looks like our real life. Yeah. So like that's why I can does. appreciate the insecurities. Like everybody else. Because even does. girlfriends really did a good job of it. Yeah. Going back and looking, they did a good job because Tony Childs was not treated like the ugly, dark skinned black woman at all. Yeah. She was a bad bitch on the show. She had her own money. She had her shit together. And then she ended up with a little white man who didn't have his money and his shit together. Like she, <laughs> Tony Childs really was the first time I remember seeing a woman with big lips, yeah. dark skin, and beautiful who was really able to own her own power. Mm-hmm. So Girlfriends did a really good job, I feel like, of showing yeah. different facets of black women educated. Absolutely. One trying to figure out her life. One married, married uh, high school sweetheart it had issues found each other again. But I just want everyone to be cognizant us of, as black people and non-black people right what you're taking in yeah 100%. take it in because like, you're taking as, in all this. as reality consumption right don't take it in as yeah. real life reality take it as a it's literally called reality grain TV. of salt bitch that is, that take is, it with a grain of salt <laughs> as much of reality as Jerry Springer girl bye and cause that shit's scripted exactly and all of the other scripted shows the court like, shows are scripted I know somebody yes. that got paid to go on one yeah. hell I saw a casting for one right these are scripted all so scripted. stop assuming so. that all black people and then just because a black person likes to dance does not mean that they're a coon there's no shucking and jiving <laughs> I'm not over here dancing for you <laughs> dance Chris dance I'm not doing that <laughs> like just cause I like to dance and act silly doesn't mean that I'm a buffoon. Right. So, like, cut the shit. Yeah. And the more comfortable you are with just 100% showing up as yourself, the less, the less you will give everybody so. these opportunities to to pigeonhole us into certain things. That's yeah. exactly why I wear my hair, whatever color I want to wear my hair. Yeah. And, and I advise you to do the same. You be who you are. Because yeah. the more we're ourselves... 100% and we show up as ourselves hey you have no choice but to make room and also allow other black people as black people to show up as themselves stop mm-hmm. telling other black people you talk white stop telling other black people that they're bougie just because they like certain things that you don't like mm-hmm. like cut that shit out yeah cut it out yeah we we have to figure out a way to like you said make space for everyone to just be themselves yep and that's okay yeah so guys yeah man black people on TV hopefully we get some better content 2021 oh man cause everything got shut the hell down we're waiting for, <laughs> I'm waiting for something new to come out y'all I know we will definitely follow up with you we won't get we our do. great black panther the way we wanted but we gonna oh, get something we gonna get something bring that up. don't be taking us out no, I'm no, just no. saying we know we gonna get something <laughs> just hold hold your hopes for something good 
and just continue to do better, be better, know better. When you know better, you do better. Yeah. All right. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Want to keep in touch? Follow us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and other platforms. Yeah, and for a complete list, uh, you can go ahead and visit our website at HennessyInATeacup.com. And be sure to make sure you subscribe and rate our show once you found us on your preferred platform. Until next time, I'm Erica Monique. And I'm Sandra Nicole. And we're Hennessy in a Teacup. Teacup. <laughs> My baby bad, but oh, she's so good. Sophisticated, but oh, she's so good. She do her own thing. She don't need much. She's strong but classy. Like Hennessy in a Teacup. Love to see her walk when I pick her up. Every time she online, I got to hit her up. When I sip with her, man, I stick my pinky up. She's strong and classy, like Hennessy in a teacup. Oh, baby, let me open your door. Girl, you make hands turn when you step on the floor. A real man know a queen when he seek one. And that's why every man wants you, because every man need one. So sweet, like country time lemonade. But she'll tear that thing up in the game of spades. That's my part. Better get my best friend. She the type, make me want to be a better man. She gon' speak her mind And bet your bottom dollar She gon' take her time Don't get in her way When she on her grind Better yet Back her up And just fall in line And you gon' be fine She a commodity A fine wine The type you can't even pronounce But you know it costs a pretty dime She is everything you need, bro A strong drink and fine china Hennessy in a teacup My baby bad But oh, she's so good Sophisticated But oh, she's so good She do her own thing She don't need She's strong but classy, like Hennessy in a teacup. Love to see her walk when I pick her up. Every time she online, I got to hit her up. When I sip with her, then I stick my pinky up. She's strong but classy, like Hennessy in a teacup.